You are not a fraud. You deserve the good things that have happened to you. Today, we are talking about imposter syndrome, three mindset shifts to battle or overcome imposter syndrome. And I also have some affirmations for you to use whenever you are feeling like an imposter. So firstly, what is imposter syndrome? I asked on Instagram, some of my followers about imposter syndrome, if they've ever experienced it and 50%, 50 something percent said they had but actually a lot of people said that they didn't even know what it was. So I'm sure you have experienced it, but it's a relatively, not a new term, but it's been talked about more and more lately. So you may have heard of it and not been sure what it is. So let's go over that first. Firstly, even though it's called a syndrome, it is not a disease. It is not something that can't be overcome. It is a mindset, really. Imposter syndrome is when you feel like a shocker, an imposter in your own life. You feel like a fraud for the things that you've accomplished. You feel like you don't deserve what you have accomplished. You question, why me? Why did I accomplish this? Why did I succeed in this? Did I deserve to succeed in this? We feel like we aren't good enough to succeed, to accomplish our goals. Imposter syndrome can hold us back from achieving success in our careers If we are questioning whether or not we deserve that promotion, if we're questioning whether or not we do deserve a promotion, we can be stuck in the same place. The same thing can happen in school. If you're a student, if you're leading a project or giving a presentation on a topic, what makes you the expert? Why why have I earned this position? And we question, will people see right through me? Will people realize that I am a fraud? So if you're listening to this definition and thinking, yes, I have felt this before, no, you are not alone. And that is the first mindset shift that I want you to remember from this episode. Now with these three mindset shifts, maybe some will apply to you or resonate with you and others won't. So I want you to take from this episode what applies to you, what makes you feel like, yes, I can do this. I can shift my mindset and feel better about my imposter syndrome. So the first one is just knowing that you are not alone, realizing that this is something that everyone goes through, even extremely successful people. One example that I always go to as a poet myself is Maya Angelou, who openly talked about how she felt like an imposter. Maya Angelou has a quote actually about writing books and how she has faced imposter syndrome. She doesn't use that term specifically, but she talks about how she, when she sits down to write a book, she thinks like, this is going to be the one where people find out I've been playing this game on everybody. And this is going to be the time that people find out. And it's so funny to me as a writer who she's one of my favorite writers and just knowing like other people who are extremely successful, who are looked upon as one of the best writers experience this too. One of the biggest doubts or fears that I've had is presentations. I think I've talked about this in a past episode, but I felt like no one really talked about the fear of public speaking. With presentations, I would always get imposter syndrome and also just self-doubt and being super insecure about speaking in front of an audience or speaking in front of a group. And it wasn't until I started actually talking about it and opening up about my fear that I found out that a lot of other people had it too. So there were people that I looked up to in past jobs, in school, like in in the classroom, where... um, I would kind of open up and say that I was feeling nervous about something or felt like I um, wasn't prepared. I was feeling kind of like a fraud, like you're about to stand up in front of this audience and talk about something that you're supposed to be 
kind of an expert in or really knowledgeable about, but I don't feel that way. And most of the time, if not all of the time, whenever I would talk to someone about this, they would say the same thing back. They would say, oh yeah, I always am nervous for presentations. I always feel like I'm underprepared or like I'm going to mess up or like I didn't deserve this opportunity that I've been given. And it's one of those things that just makes you realize that you are not alone in how you're feeling, that even the most confident people struggle with imposter syndrome and that we are all just trying to succeed. The second mindset shift is, is imposter syndrome that bad? Is it a bad thing that we should be trying to avoid? I actually believe there are benefits to imposter syndrome and that might be an unpopular opinion. I'm not sure. I don't think it's a good thing when it holds us back from achieving our goals, but I believe that it can actually help us strive for more. Whenever I experience imposter syndrome, it's because I want to put my best foot forward. I want to kind of prove to myself and to other people that I earned this thing, that I am worthy of my achievements. So when that imposter syndrome kicks in, I have to prove to myself that I earned it. So the next time that you experience imposter syndrome, rather than letting it hold you back from accomplishing that goal or from feeling like you are good enough to accomplish that goal of yours, let it propel you into success. One of the most prominent memories I have of imposter syndrome is whenever I actually started my poetry community, the poetry club, and I was leading our very first workshop and I was terrified. I had led some workshops before for other groups and for weeks leading up to it, I was so nervous because people were signing up to learn from me. And I just kept saying like, why me? Why did they sign up for me? Why, um, why would anyone want to take a workshop with me? There are so many other amazing writers out there that deserve more that should be doing this instead of me and all of that, all of these doubtful questions, feeling like a fraud. And in the beginning, it kind of held me back from working on the workshop, from thinking that I was going to do well with it. I let it get to me. I let it kind of fester and and made me kind of procrastinate doing it. But once I thought about it more and thought about why I was feeling this way, it actually kind of kicked me in the butt and made me want to do my very best. It made me put together this workshop and spend weeks on it and prepare and practice and all of the things so that I could prove to myself that I earned it and so that I could prove to others that I earned it. Now, I do want to kind of talk about that because I don't think that you always have to prove yourself. I think that there are so many amazing talents that you have, that I have, and that it would be amazing if we could just kind of wake up one day and feel super confident about ourselves and know that we are going to accomplish whatever we set out to accomplish or whatever it may be that you're feeling imposter syndrome about. And I think that that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of practice. It's similar to the self-doubt episode that we talked about a few episodes back, that it just takes a lot of work and it takes a mindset shift. It takes really dedicated effort to overcome those self-doubts. Looking at it is not a thing that holds us back, but a thing that can propel us forward. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. The third mindset shift that I want to talk about is looking from within at what is causing it. So like I just said, 
It can stem from a sense of self-doubt and insecurities, which I think plays into imposter syndrome so much. We're doubting our abilities to succeed. We're feeling like a fraud. They're very much linked together. So looking from within and saying, why am I feeling insecure about this? What can I do to overcome these doubts that I'm feeling about myself? It can stem from underestimating yourself and not realizing the immense talents and abilities that you have. And it can stem from perfectionism, being too afraid to even start because what if it's not perfect? And that's something that I definitely struggle with is perfectionism. But I have a message for the perfectionists from page 86 of my book, Changing with the Tides. This is actually one of my favorites and one of the poems that I go back to the most to kind of remember that we don't have to be perfect. Page 86, to the perfectionists. There is not a soul on this earth that is perfect. There are no feet that have not stumbled and no eyes that have not cried. There are no lights that have not flickered and no flowers that have not dried. There is not a soul on this earth that is perfect. Please don't be so hard on yourself. I think that imposter syndrome can also very much stem from comparison, from comparing ourselves to other people our age and what they've accomplished before we have, from comparing ourselves to people that we see on social media, to getting into those numbers, those vanity numbers, like likes and follower count and all of that. I know that I've questioned that. We can compare to other people in our industry, in our jobs, There are definitely other writers that I have compared myself to in the past, and I have to remind myself, like, no, you've deserved this. You've put in the work to deserve this. And so have you. You have put in the work. You have the talents. And when it comes to comparison, if you had an easy time accomplishing something that other people struggled with, you might say, did I really earn this? Did I really deserve to achieve this? But you did. You had the talents to achieve it, and you did. And on the other hand, we live in a world where we don't really see other people's failures a lot. We see their highlight reels, we see all of their successes, but we don't really always see what it took to get there, the struggles and the failures that it took to get there. And so if you have a hard time accomplishing something that you've seen other people easily do, which might not be the case, but that's what we see, you might say you didn't deserve to succeed because of how many times you failed first but you did because you are resilient and you kept going. So I have some affirmations for you that I want you to take with you. This is your small step for today is to write down these affirmations or keep them somewhere close by that you can remember when you are battling imposter syndrome. And there might be some that aren't on this list that you want to add yourself that will help you when you are feeling like an imposter or like a fraud. I deserve the good things that have happened to me. I am talented. I am worthy of success. I belong. My voice deserves to be heard. I have achieved so much and I will achieve much more. I have earned my accomplishments. I am confident in my abilities. I do not have to be perfect to succeed. I am worthy of good things. I made affirmation cards for all of the affirmations I just read, and I want to give them to you. So if you want to receive these affirmations in your inbox, subscribe to my newsletter at shelbylee.co. There's a form at the bottom to sign up for my newsletter, and you'll get these affirmations and a free self-love print too. 
So write down these affirmations and keep them somewhere close by, add your own, and write through or talk through why you might be feeling like an imposter, why you feel like you don't deserve these things. Does it stem from self-doubt about a certain accomplishment that you've had? Does it stem from underestimating yourself? Does it stem from comparing yourself to other people? And maybe there's some things that you can kind of avoid to eliminate comparing yourself or try to reduce comparing yourself. Does it stem from a sense of wanting to be perfect and fearing that you're not going to be perfect? Taking a look at all of these things can really help you to overcome imposter syndrome, remembering that you are talented and capable and worthy of all of the success that you've had and that you will have more success. Remind yourself of all of that because it's true. And I wanted to briefly tell you that I am working on a self-love challenge that will be coming out before the end of the year. It'll be a live challenge that we're working on together to battle all of these insecurities and focus on loving ourselves and and build habits that will help us in the future with loving ourselves. So I'm really excited for that and we'll hopefully be able to tell you more about that soon. If you have been enjoying these episodes, I would appreciate it so much if you followed or subscribed to the podcast and left a rating on Apple Podcasts or gave me a like and subscribe on YouTube where I share all of these episodes and more. So thank you so much again for listening and I will talk to you next time. Have a great week.